When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, I'm going to sell my soul for a donut. No, wait. That was a, I'll few, give, that I'll, was a few Halloween episodes I'll you, ago. I'll give you $5 for your soul. And my soul's worth way more than that. It's it's like a grail. It's a one of one. This is it's worth so much. How about this? You write, you write Steven Skolansky's soul on a piece of paper and I'll give you $5. Uh, I don't have to believe in a soul to give you that? No. Oh, why? Not. You apparently don't not. have to. You don't have to believe in a soul to give away your soul. No. Nope. You can just do it. Um, Yeah. I mean, this is definitely a philosophical episode, isn't Very it? Very much so. And honestly, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's, no. it's a good episode. Um, I, I love the beginning of this episode, so once we get into it, it's just, it, it's a banger. I love this episode. Um, but this week we are starting out, uh, season seven, episode four, Bart sells his soul. He does. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where... I know we've harped on this in the past, um, titles. No, this was the perfect title. I, I actually, I actually love this title. Yes, it's to the point, but... You don't even need to watch the episode. You know what happens. Bart sells his soul. <laughs> yes. A, t- a title is supposed to like convey some like mystery. Mystery. No, 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 mystery. no, 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 no. Mystery. <laughs> but, but the B story, you don't even know about the B story with this title. So That is true. So I, I think the is title actually works. Is it really a works. B story though? I think so. I mean, it's not a big B story, but oh, it's an yeah, awesome that, B yeah, story. That's a great B story. Um, this aired October 8th, 1995. So three weeks away from Halloween. Yes. Uh, the recap, when Bart sells his soul to Millhouse for $5, he comes to regret his decision. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about Bart, but it's one of those philosophical kind of questions. It's like, yeah. well, does it exist? Does Bart's actions really say, oh, my soul is gone? Is it a figment of his imagination? Yeah. What is it? And we'll get into it. And I, I well, really I can tell you, about. I can tell you this much. The soul is right here. It's in this area oh, of, of, of the body. Okay. For those of you, because you can't see us, I'm pointing to my chest. Yeah, this is uh, not a video podcast. No, it's not. That's called a vlog. Yes. Um, chalkboard gag this week. I am not a lean, mean spinning machine. <laughs> so he doesn't play baseball? Nope. No baseball for Bart? No. Isn't, isn't he in Little League in like a future episode? He is, Isn't yeah. he a pitcher? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I, I think that, was that reference to baseball or just him spitting? I don't. Well, I, mean, I hockey, always hockey players spit too, man. I always think of baseball though when I hear lean, mean spitting machine. Okay, that's what I think of. Um, so, yeah. Um, our couch gag once again is new this week. I love this one. Uh, the family drives around the room in little go karts, wearing little fezzes on their head, and then they line up in front of the couch and they honk their horns. Did Homer think he was in a ballet? 
Maybe. Well, is he the bear? <laughs> I would I would put him as the bear. Is he the bear in the cart? I think so. No, great, great couch gag. Something yeah. different. Obviously new. And I'm glad we're getting uh got getting a few more new episodes or yeah. new couch gags. It's, new couch gags. They're they're the best. So this week <laughs> we start with uh the first church of Springfield sign reading no shoes. No shirt, no salvation. <laughs> well, that sucks. What if, what if you're a homeless guy with no shirt, new, no, no shoes? You can't get salvation at the First Church of Springfield. Look, look, I've seen homeless people out, out on the streets. They have shirts, shoes, backpacks, <laughs> pants, sometimes really nice of all, all of those things. And I, I always wonder why they're homeless. Then again, you never really know. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of weird where I work. There's a park down the street and like that's where the homeless people in Green Bay camp for the summer. Oh, right, right, right. And it's like, I mean, I walk by it, but I walk to the other side of the street. <laughs> not, no, no offense to homeless people, but I don't really need to be asked if I have money. Yep. Uh, so Bart is out front passing out hymns. Yes. What a good little boy. What a good little Christian boy. I know. They're fresh from God's brain <laughs> to his mouth. No, to your mouth. To my mouth. To yes. your mouth. And I, you know, I really wonder, I really, really wonder if this was like a Sunday school thing and Bart was asked, hey, Bart, it's your turn to pass out hymns at the front door. Yeah. And he uh, had fun with the copy machine. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, he did. And so Reverend Lovejoy um, has everyone stand for the opening hymn, which is kind of weird. I, I've been to church a few times with some of my Christian friends. I've. The I don't old... know if we've ever really stood for hymns. We've stood for prayers, yeah. but I don't think we've ever stood for hymns. I don't think I've ever been to a Sunday service ever. Like, a good friend of mine from high school, he got married in a Catholic church. And obviously they did some sort of, you know, service. Yeah. But, like, I don't remember hymns. I yeah. mean, there might have been some. And uh, the opening hymn this week is In the Garden of Eden. By Iron <laughs> Butterfly. Oh, God. You know, I did read somewhere. Somebody thought this might have been a reference. The Iron Butterfly portion to L. Ron Hubbard. Oh. I can kind of see it, but it doesn't make sense in this context. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, this is a play. Obviously, Lovejoy misread the, yes. the name. It's Iron Butterfly. And the yep. actual song title is Indigata Davida. Yes. Which I actually, so funny enough, because of this episode, I downloaded it and I got it to Vita. Nice. Yeah. Um, so as the church is singing the song, <laughs> in the Garden of Eden, ha ha. Uh, yeah, so uh, Marge and Homer ask Marge if she, if she remembers making out to the song. <laughs> so uh, clearly Homer <laughs> and, and Marge... Marge Know exactly what's going I, I on. I like the animation because they kind of look disheveled. And they've only been singing for like 30 seconds. So it kind of <laughs> makes it look like they made out to the song and then came back to sing it some more. <laughs> yeah. But we're we're uh, we're rocking out. We're singing the song. And Lovejoy, uh, <laughs> I love this song. He's like, hey, this, this sounds like rock and or roll. <laughs> Uh, and then a beach ball uh, hits him in the head. <laughs> That's great. And then uh, we see the organ pianist go. Doo -doo 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 with, 17 uh, minutes. 17 later. minutes later. Which, by the way, I looked it up. The actual song lasts 17 minutes. God, that, is that the longest? I, I, I originally thought American Pie was American the longest. American Pie is like seven minutes. 
Oh, is it? Yeah, I think. I don't know. I mean, that must be the longest song. The longest rock and roll song. Because uh, I know Bohemian Rhapsody is long, but that's still... That's only like six minutes. Yeah. This has got to be the longest song. So, Reverend Lovejoy uh, then gathers all the kids. Oh, first of all, I'm oh, sorry. by the way, uh, the longest popular rock song ever recorded is called Thick as a Brick. I don't know who sings it. Interesting. Uh, I would have saw. I would have guessed this one would have been, but well, societyofrock.com has the ten longest class is in a guy Vita considered classic rock. I would assume so at this point. Um, the longest, according to this, the longest rock song is "Thick as a Brick" by Jethro Tull, okay. clocking in at a whopping forty-three minutes. And 50 seconds. Do you have to flip the tape over to get the rest of the You probably have to flip through like three tapes. Um, <laughs> actually, so funny enough. The, oh, uh, so in in Agata de Vida is 17 and 5 seconds. And the number 10 is Sister Ray by Velvet Underground. All right. At 17 minutes. All right. So it's the, the ninth longest <laughs> song. All right. God. Um, so I, I do love how the organist like passes out at the end of the song. <laughs> well, I mean, she's old. I want to know where Bart got this sheet music for a PA. Probably organ. Homer. Or like, really? I don't know. Well, they didn't they have on the internet. Yeah. Well, I guess the internet existed in 95, but I don't think the Sim- Simpsons maybe the Maybe, uh, the library. The library has it. Maybe. I don't, or maybe he emailed, uh, emailed, uh, Iron Firefly and be like, hey, our, our church really wants to sing this song. Can we get organ music? <laughs> he sent a letter like a month in advance knowing he was going to pull this prank. Yeah. So Reverend Lovejoy gathers all the kids because he has just assumed that obviously yeah, one it was of the kids, kids did it. Yeah. And he's like, I know one of you is responsible for this. So repeat after me. If I withhold the truth, may I go straight to hell where I will eat naught but burning hot coals and drink naught but burning hot cola then we see Ralph scared, where fiery demons will punch me in the back. And Bart's all nonchalant about it, where my soul will be chopped into confetti and strewn upon a puddle of murderers and single mothers. <laughs> Jeez, single mothers go to hell? Well, yeah, that's that's a sin in the eye of the Lord. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And, well, when... No, I guess... Because uh, if they got... Well, I suppose... Well, isn't the Virgin Mary a single mother? No, because she married was it Abraham? Is that the guy's name? No. I don't know. I haven't. I I don't. I've never read the Bible. <laughs> uh, no, Abraham is uh, Old Testament. Yeah. I, I don't. Oh, Joseph. I Joseph. Think Joseph. Uh, they probably got married, but again, that was God's son. Exactly. So because it's so God's son, be it's a just, single mother. But because it's God's son, it really doesn't matter. Oh, okay. And then Millhouse, all nervously, where my tongue will be torn out by ravenous birds. And a crow's outside the window, window staring at Millhouse. Bart did it! That Bart! Right there! Like there's more than one Bart? Well, he's scared. I guess so. That Bart, right there, he did it. And uh, Lovejoy has Bart come with him for uh, punishment. And he also grabs Millhouse for snitching. You too, snitchy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, even, a, even Reverend Lovejoy goes by the code of even snitches get stitches. Yep. Uh, so Lovejoy wants the boys to clean out every pipe in the organ and uh, they'd be fouled with their popular music. <laughs> with your popular music. Isn't that, that is a thing this episode. 
like highly enunciated words. Like Bart uh, when he gives uh, Milhouse a soul, he's like oh. a chump. Yeah, like, it, there, like throughout this episode, there is weird. a lot of enunciated there words. Is, there is. Um, so Bart starts yelling at Milhouse for selling him out, and Milhouse explains that he did it because he doesn't want birds pecking at his soul. And you know, Bart's like, "Soul, come on, Milhouse. There's no such thing as a soul. It's just something they made up to scare kids, like the Boogeyman <laughs> or Michael Jackson." Although he should know who Michael Jackson is. He met well. He yeah, met, he met Michael, he met Michael Jackson. <laughs> but he obviously knows who Michael Jackson is. Yes. So, I mean, he's obviously not made it's, up. It's, well, it's a joke. I guess. I don't... I don't well, I, also, I think I this joke... I get jo- Boogeyman. But I think this joke uh, came at a time when, it like, Michael Jackson was first accused of, like, assaulting children. Oh, okay. So I think that's why it might okay, be right. I think this is, like, that time frame. Okay. So... Um, and so Milhouse says, every religion says there's a soul. That is true. Yeah. And he asks, uh, what religions ha- have to gain? And, and then they cut to Lovejoy counting money. In the, <laughs> From the collection plate, like the like the money counter that you see in a bank. Yes. I don't so hear scr- organ scrubbing in there. <laughs> what does the church have to gain? <laughs> Thousands of dollars of people paying, paying their dues. Yeah. And Bart's like, well, if your soul is real, where is it? It's kind of in here, pointing at his chest. When you sneeze, that's your soul trying to escape. <laughs> Saying God bless you crams it back in. I swear, after I heard that line, yeah. I almost believed it. Like, I think I said God bless you way more after I, oh, after after you I said, heard it. I, I think I did, too. I, <laughs> I think I did, too, because I, I, I vaguely I vaguely remember, because this was 95, yep. so I was about 8 years old. Yeah. So impressionable. Ten, yeah, impressionable 10-year-old. Uh, uh, try 12. 12 years old, yeah. You're four years older than Yeah, me. sorry. Um, so you were a, a teenager, but like at eight years old, I mean, somebody sees, I'm like, oh, God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want you to lose your soul. <laughs> yep. And when you die, it squirms out and flies away, <laughs> which, I mean, we learn from cartoons. Yes. That's where obviously... Uh, yeah, that's what happens with Tom and Jerry a lot. Exactly. And Bart's like, uh-huh. And what if you die in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean? <laughs> oh, it could swim. It even got wheels in, the, in case you die in the desert. And it has to drive to the cemetery. Uh, Milhouse, your soul goes to heaven or hell. It doesn't live in a cemetery. No, that's where your dead body lives. <laughs> yeah. Or does your soul drive your dead body to the, the cemetery? No, because it's a soul. Okay. It drives itself to heaven. If you die in the desert, that's where your body is. Yeah. And where it's like, how can someone with glasses so thick be so stupid? <laughs> Listen, you don't have a soul. I don't have a soul. There's no such thing as a soul. Fine. If you're so sure about that, why don't you sell me your soul? Or you sell, sell your soul to me? Bart's like, how much you got? Five bucks. Deal. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Awesome. So Bart writes his, uh, writes on a piece of paper that it's uh, Bart Simpson's soul. Yep. And uh, Milhouse tells Bart that it was a pleasure doing <laughs> business with you. Bart's like, anytime, chum. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So uh, now, now we see uh, Hibbert is driving with his family, going to dinner, and he's like, "Hey, kids, where would you like to eat?" And so uh, the first one's like the spaghetti factory. Next one's like face stuffers. And like I think it's his oldest yeah. professor VJ Cornucopia's fantastic food megorium and great American steaker. <laughs> Good lord! So a spaghetti factory is that like a That's knock a, on oh, um, spaghetti laboratory? Yep. 
So there's a spaghetti factory here in Minnesota. What? You, you didn't know that was a chain restaurant? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. For how long though? I mean, I went to it 20 years ago when I was in school. Okay, but this is 95. So it must be older than that. Uh, it, has, it has a bit. Yeah. I don't believe you. Dude, I've been there I mean, I believe you times. that it exists, but I don't believe you that it... Yeah, it, there's, a, there's a restaurant called the Spaghetti Factory. Spaghetti Factory. Um, the old spaghetti factory. Old spaghetti factory, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's close enough. Yeah. Uh, let's see how long the old spaghetti factory's been around. I, I think they were trolling at, like, Olive Garden or something like that. No. No, I, you can't. It's so close. And then, I think, isn't Professor VJ's Cornucopia's Fantastic Food Gorio more, like, Fuddruckers or something? Yeah, okay, alright. I stand correct in 1969. Yeah, I told you it's been around for a long time. 1969. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, face stuffers? That's probably, that's, well, I mean, there is, there is a Fuddruckers and Menigans reference in this episode. There is, yeah. So, uh, so Hibbert, you know, stops the car in front of Moe's and he's like, oh, how about we eat there? But Hibbert, Hibbert should know. know that it's a bark. He was in there when, for the episode, Krusty gets canceled. I know. Plus it's I, a small town. I know. It's so weird. Like, like this sort of small stuff, I get you're doing it to make a story and like, yeah. me, but I mean, I guess you have to break reality a little bit. No. Yeah, I know. It's weird. He's physically been in this place. I mean, maybe it's possible he doesn't remember what was inside. He was so drunk, drunk, he forgot. Uh, So uh, we we see a shot in the the bar, and it's just super dark and dank in there. And the Hibberts come in. (laughs) The dank. The dank. And uh, they open up the door, and the sunlight hits Barney. (laughs) Barney's like, oh, the sun! Get it off! Get it off! Get it off! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They've never seen sun like they're vampires. Well, they have. They just don't like seeing it. Yep. And so Hibbert's like, "Oh, I thought Moe's was a family restaurant." And Moe's like, "Oh, I assure you, it is." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, just grab some stools and pull, sit, pull sit at the, the pool, pool table. table." And uh, Hibbert's daughter's like, "It smells like tinkle." <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, that's so great. And so as the Hibberts leave, Doctor Hibbert's like, "All right, kids, we'll just go to the Texas Cheesecake Depository." So Cheesecake Factory, Factory which, yep. is, which is phenomenal food, by the way. Moe's like, everybody is going to family restaurants these days. Seems nobody wants to hang out in a dank pit no more. Carl's like, you ain't thinking of getting rid of the dink, are you, Moe? Uh, maybe I am. Oh, but Moe, the dank! The, the dank! dank. <laughs> oh, Carl. Moe's like, yeah, family restaurants. That's where the big bucks are. I could turn this joint into a place where you wouldn't be ashamed to bring your family. And Homer's like, I'm not ashamed to bring my family. And he pulls up Maggie and sets her on the bar, who's sucking on a parasol that you would put in a drink. He, both, he really isn't, you know, I mean, he's bought Bart, he's brought Lisa. Yeah. He's definitely not ashamed to bring his family. And then Moe tells Homer to put a coaster under Maggie. <laughs> put a coaster under that. That's <laughs> so great. Uh Man, yeah. Where was Lenny though? I've never seen Carl without Lenny. Well, I mean, it's still kind of really enough in The Simpsons. Oh, where they're not always together. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I mean, growing, I mean, being from Wisconsin and living in like Green Bay for a while, like uh, a buddy of mine and his wife, when they would come to visit with their kid, they would bring him into the bar that we went to for college. Yeah. I mean, I granted it's lunchtime. Yeah. Like obviously, Wait, this was obviously lunchtime. lunchtime. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> So now we cut to Bart, uh, who has bought dino sponges. Dampen me for dinosaur terror. 
I remember these. Yep. I don't think we ever got them. I remember kids at school having yeah. them. Um, and so Bart, you know, called Shrinky Dinks, was that like, the yeah, Shrinky Dinks. Yeah. Um, so Bart like has tweezers and he carefully places <laughs> the dino sponge in the driveway. And he's like, Oh, Lisa, there's a present for you in the driveway. <laughs> She's like, Oh boy. And so Bart hides behind the garage with a hose and he daydreams about getting the dino sponge wet and becomes like a real dinosaur but it's still a sponge yep and it attacks lisa and lisa ah it's getting drool all over no me. i'm getting uh what was it the um, dino sponginess yeah it's like the like smells like spongy water yeah. all over me or something and so now we come back to the real simpson world and bart you know puts his plan in action he jumps out from behind the garage he soaks the dino sponge with the hose and the dino sponge grows like you know what it normally would in you know yep. like a little bit and, like, because there's so much hose water, the water carries the sponge into the sewer drain. <laughs> you know, I love Bart's imagination. Like, when they show Bart's imagination, it is really good. Because it's really what a 10-year-old probably yeah. thought was going to happen. I mean, I'm sure at 10 I thought that something like that was going to happen. Dude, see, I love having a kid. Like, Elliot really comes up with some of the funniest imaginative things. And... I I'm just I'm just excited to see where where it takes them and like how it how it reacts yeah like how it kicks in yeah and Bart's like man I can't believe I spent five dollars on these this is like you got five dollars I want five dollars yeah. dude I use that line so much well not much anymore but I remember like in high school I would use that I'm like oh you have five dollars I want five dollars give me five dollars yeah. <laughs> and uh, Bart tells Lisa that he sold his soul for five dollars. And Lisa asks how Bart could do that and says, your soul is the most valuable part of yourself. I don't know. I could think of something that might be slightly more valuable to me. It's part your of beard? Body. No, I shave that. Oh, your hair. Yes. My hair is very valuable. <laughs> Unfortunately, it might not be around for long, but eh, it is what it is. Yes. Yeah, no, my hair. This was this was my moneymaker back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, and so uh, Lisa's like, well, whether or not your soul is a physically real Bart, it's the symbol of everything fine inside us. Well, I think she thinks, I, maybe she's thinking more her conscience rather yeah. than. Because like, yeah, I feel like she's, I mean, again, she's eight. Yep. No, she's trying. I mean, she's, she's using whatever she's learned. Like, because um, I, I, it would be, well, like. The so like I think she's thinking more of like your morals and your ethics. But is that really what your no your soul your soul is more of this supernatural thing that when you die that's what goes to heaven or hell. Yeah, the soul doesn't dictate who you are. It's you know I mean it's the nurture versus nature debate. Yeah, you know is your upbringing defining you who you are or is it things are and it's obviously a combination. Yeah. Um, and so obviously Bart is more of a nature type of person because of, his, I mean, maybe Homer has some influence over his destructive nature. <laughs> well, Homer's uh, pretty destructive. But, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Lisa's probably more thinking of, like you said, conscious and your yep. morals. Not necessarily, yeah, your soul is your soul. Yeah. But Bart says, says he's going to keep his crappy sponges. <laughs> but Lisa says that your soul is the part of you that lasts forever. 
and uh, says Melos could own your soul for a zillion years for just five dollars. Just five dollars. That's a good deal for Melos. Yeah. Now, without your soul, does that mean you can't die? No, you could still die, but then you end up in purgatory. That must be what it is. Well, I mean, I don't know, because, like, obviously there's the fill, you know, like, with religion, oh, you have a soul, when you die, it either goes to heaven or hell. Now, with Judaism, in the Jewish religion, they don't really believe in hell, so you either end up in purgatory or heaven. Yep. So, but that's a good question. If, if let's say, technically, you sold your soul, and then you died, what, nothing happens? Yeah. Maybe you live forever. No. But uh, Bart says, uh, if, if you think Milos got such a good deal, I'll sell you my conscience for four fifty, and I'll throw my sense of decency, too. Uh, I don't think he's got that. <laughs> no. No, he doesn't. It's a bad deal, Lisa. Don't take it. Um, it's a Bart sales event. Everything about me must go. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> uh, so Bart goes up to his room where uh, the pets are laying on his bed. Which I you never really see Santa's little helper in Snowball uh, uh, too laying on Bart's bed. Not not and, often. And he says hi to the dog, and Santa's little helper just growls at Arr, him because he doesn't have a soul. Yep. And when Bart turns to Snowball, the cat hisses at Bart, and he's <laughs> like, uh, "You seem pretty uppity for someone who eats bugs all day." <laughs> and Snowball too coughs up a bug. <laughs> hey, look, I have a cat. My cat's an asshole no matter what. I can go up to him like laying on the couch. Yeah. he'll be an asshole to me. My cat loves me. He'll lay on me, cuddle well, with me. Well, that's because cats are just, in general, assholes. And they've conditioned us to pet them when they want to be pet. Yes. And dog, I mean, I've never, my dog never growled at me for bugging him. No, I mean, he did, I mean, he barked at strangers. Yes. Bart's not a stranger, though. He's his uh, best friend. Yeah. Oh, uh, but not anymore. He doesn't have a soul. No. So Bart goes to the quickie mart. <laughs> As he walks up to the automatic door, he runs clean into it. Because it doesn't open. Does it open. Now, so, I've, see, I've gone to Target up the road. Go to an old yeah. Target every once in a while. Try walking in their automatic doors. I run into those doors. Do they still open, though, after you back up? and? Yeah, so like I run into the door. So you don't have a soul. So I don't have a soul. Maybe <laughs> that's it. But I walk up to the door, and I've run into it before. There have been times where I've caught myself where I've walked up and the door didn't right open yet. So I take so a step clearly back. their doors suck. Yeah, so I take a step back, then it opens, then I walk. So I think if you walk too fast at the at these yeah. target doors, they won't open. I I will say I think it's interesting that this episode and our next episode, uh, a few you know the Quickie Mart is somewhat you know front and center. Right? I know it's weird. And so Rod and Todd walk in. Uh, door opens for them. It's like thank you door. <laughs> Now, is that because, you know, Bart tried to walk in and then they, they were going more slowly than I, Yeah, I think it might be the target situation here. <laughs> Maybe. But that, once again, philosophical questions for the episode. So then Bart quickly gets in before the door closes. Which it does. Like, it's snapshot raising yep. it in. And then, uh, then we see Jimbo breathing on the ice cream <laughs> freezer and Royce bite me on it. And he's like... Um, it's like, some ice cream guy's going to walk up that's going to blow his mind. Uh, and then Bart's like, oh, let me try. And he tries to breathe out. He's like, way to breathe, no breath. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, but That is weird, though, because I, maybe Bart has a condition where his breath doesn't, or maybe, like, the freezer is warmer than the one that... Because once... Maybe once uh, Jimbo did it, yeah. he couldn't do it again. I don't know how that works. Well, you can do it again. You just wipe it off and rebreathe. Yeah. 
Because they don't know the science behind breathing on a... Well, it's condensation. Your yeah. your your breath is warmer than the glass, so it you know, oh. builds condensation. You can write in it. And so, but maybe, like, the part where Bart was trying to blow on wasn't as cold as the part where Jimbo was. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe Bart doesn't have a soul, and if you don't have a soul, you don't have breath. <laughs> and so then Bart tries to leave the quickie mart, but the door once again doesn't open again. And he runs into it, he's like, this is getting weird. <laughs> and Apu over the intercom calls her, Sanjay, Windex at the front door. Because <laughs> yeah, he leaves a smudge. Yeah, face smudge. Yep. And back at Moe's, we see a banner outside that says, Coming soon, family restaurant. Yeah. Hey, Moe's, Moe's putting his uh, his idea to work. Yeah. And so uh, Moe's reading a book called Your Gimmicky Restaurant <laughs> by Bennigan's and Fuddruckers. No, it's Bennigan and, and Fuddrucker. Fuddrucker. Okay. The, the actual name of the restaurants, yes, yes. are Bennigan's and Fuddruckers, but I believe there's an apostrophe. Yes, I think so. But also, I don't know if Fuddruckers is actually open anymore. Yeah, the one up here closed. And I know the, I know of. I think the one in Appleton also closed. I, you know what's funny? I think before it was a Fuddruckers, it was a Bennigan's. At the location I'm thinking of uh, in Edina. Yeah, Edina. I think it was a Bennigan's, and then it turned into a Fuddruckers. I don't think I've ever been to a Bennigan's. I know we went I've, to the Fuddruckers before it closed. I don't know. I don't I've, been to fun, to I've been to Fuddruckers a couple times. It was meh. Yeah. I mean. It's just, just a gimmicky family restaurant. Yeah. yeah. So says the book. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so Mo's asking Homer for restaurant <laughs> names. This is great. And uh, he's like. Chairman Moe's mag- uh, Chairman Moe's magic walk. I like it. Barney's under a <laughs> He's sheet. Under a sheet. <laughs> he was too drunk to get up when yeah. they put down all the yeah. sheets. Madman Moe's pressure cooker. I like it. <laughs> Moe's family feed bag. Uncle Moe's family. Uncle Moe's family feed bag. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so great. I like how Barney loves Homer's ideas. That's and hates so those. Uh, and so uh, we hear a horn outside and uh, the air fryer from the USS Missouri uh, shows up. Yeah. And uh, Mo's, you know, saying how he got it from the Navy. Yeah. And on it says Sea Deck Mess. <laughs> yeah. Um, should it say Deck Sea Mess Hall? Is that how it? I don't know. That... I've never been on a submarine. Okay. Or a, well, or a naval ship. Yeah, because I know they abbreviate everything yeah. on ships. Because mess is mess hall. hall. Deck is the deck. deck well, sea deck. Sea deck. deck. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, um, I was like, oh boy, the deep fryer's <laughs> here. <laughs> I got it from the Navy. You could flash fry a buffalo in 40 seconds. 40 seconds? I want it now. <laughs> I use that anytime someone gives me a time. Yeah. Like, Stephen, it'll be ready in three minutes. Three minutes. I want it now. I, God, I don't I think use, I've used that. Oh, I use that often. Oh, Scott, the Simpsons give you so many great lines. Yes, they do. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and so back at home, Bart and Lisa are watching uh, Itchy and Scratchy. And uh, yeah, this is a, a good. Yeah, um, we got Skinless in Seattle, which is a reference to the movie. Sleepless in Seattle that came out in 1993 that starred Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Yep. And uh, we... Uh, <laughs> um, 
1052. In I the am middle. on 1052. In oh, the there middle. it is. Okay. So, <laughs> Scratchy walks with a bouquet of flowers, reading a note that says, Meet me at the Space Needle. So, I guess Scratchy's on vacation in Seattle? Uh, yeah. I mean, why not? I've been right. to Seattle. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, when he arrives, he unknowingly stands on a big X. Itchy is waiting for him at the very top. Ignoring the sign, do not throw pennies from the tower, <laughs> Itchy drops one at Scratchy and he misses. It like... Like, you see Lincoln's face, like, screaming as he's so, falling. So, obviously, this is a cartoon within a cartoon, but uh, you can't kill anybody just by dropping a penny off the Space Needle. But you could if you drop it off of the Empire State Building. No, you cannot. Yeah. No. It wouldn't do anything. It would just hurt. Are you sh- no. Yes, they've tested this. Really? Yes. Mythbusters? I don't know if... I don't remember who tested it, but I remember seeing... It might have been Mythbusters, but yes, they've tested the theory that you can kill somebody by dropping a penny off the Empire State Building, but it is it is too weight. Uh, it's it doesn't weigh enough to uh, get enough velocity behind it to actually do any real damage. You might be like you might hurt somebody. Like I'm sure you get really hurt though. No, it doesn't hurt no. that much. No. Can I try it on you? Yeah. Ooh, sweet. We okay, gotta go, go to New, New York. York. <laughs> yeah, let's go to New York and try it. Um, and. <laughs> So uh, he buys all the souvenir space needles uh, from the guy. Apparently, they sell space needle. No, uh, those are all on the lower floor. They don't okay. sell anything in the space needle itself, like up top. I've been I've been to the space needle, so I actually know this. <laughs> um, no, all the souvenirs are on the ground floor, which you can buy and then walk around, like go oh, up and walk yeah. around. So now technically... I'm thinking if you drop a space needle off. The Empire State Building, that could kill you. Yes. Well, I mean, it's a needle. <laughs> also, so the problem, the, the my other problem is, now they do allow people up top because when I was in Seattle, they um, retired Edgar Martinez's number. And unfortunately, he was there at the exact same time I was. We didn't get to see him, but they went up to the roof so he could raise his num- oh, a flag with his number cool. on it. So, well, yes, Itchy could be up there. He's probably not allowed to be up there. <laughs> uh, so he buys all the souvenir space needles, aims at aims at that Scratchy, but the needles simply make an outline of a heart around him. Oh, and Scratchy's like, oh, he's so I'm so happy. Frustrated, Itchy saws <laughs> off the top half of the tower. <laughs> Clearly not gonna happen. <laughs> and it falls over and impales one of Scratchy's eyes. And Scratchy running around screaming. <laughs> That's a great episode. Now, fun fact about coins, and it's you're not really allowed to do this. I don't allow it. But if you guys ever go to uh, Six Flags, Filey Fair, or the amusement park in your hometown where they, they have, like, the drop thing where they raise you really high up and drop you. Oh, yeah. If you put a co- coin on your leg and yeah. and it drops, it'll hover at, at your eye, eye height. Well, yeah. It's that's, awesome. That's called physics. Yep, I've done it before. Uh, it's really, it's really cool. Even though there's literally signs posted that says don't, don't do, do that. It. Well, yeah, because the quarter could fly away and jam something in the ride. Exactly. But we did it just because You're... we really, really wanted to test it out. Yeah. And so Lisa laughs while Bart, you know, stares blankly, and Bart's like, "I know that's funny, but I'm just not laughing." Hmm. Pablo Neruda said <laughs> laughter is the language of the soul. But it's like. I'm familiar with the works of Pablo Neruda. I highly doubt he is. Uh, yeah, so maybe Bart doesn't have his soul right now. It's gone. So uh, Lisa suggests doing a test, 
And so she puts Bart's skateboard in the hallway <laughs> next to like the staircase, like in between the living room and the staircase. And uh, her and Bart duck in the, the front hall closet. And Homer steps on the skateboard, sending him into the railing on the stairs and getting his head stuck with like his arm too, because like <laughs> everything's through. So Lisa, you know, laughs because hilarious because Homer got hurt. And Bart's like, I, I, I don't feel anything. Lisa's like, that's creepy. And she's like, maybe you really did lose your soul. And then Santa's little helper comes by and Homer's like, oh, thank God. And then it goes around and the dog just starts biting Homer in the ass. And Lisa just laughs more and Bart's like, I still feel nothing. And then Homer's like, why is nobody helping me? (laughs) Marge must not be in the house. Nope, Marge isn't home. Maggie's not around. Well, what is Maggie going to do? She's a baby. Yeah, but babies have uh, superhuman strength when their parents are in trouble. I mean, that's fair, but Homer's not really in trouble. Nope, just stuck. stuck. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. I love it. So, Bart decides to go over to Milhouse's ho- ho- uh, home, and his mom answers the door, and Bart's like, have you seen Milhouse? And she's like, oh, yeah, he's out back playing in the mud with his army man, and a white piece of paper. <laughs> and so, we see Bart uh, going to the backyard, and Milhouse is playing with, like, ar- his army man. He's like, oh, uh the soul we can't save it he like drives his tank over the piece of paper and bart comes up to millhouse and he's like oh you must be tired of that soul right (laughs) i was like no and bart's like well say if somebody wanted to buy it and (laughs) millhouse is like okay and so millhouse starts to hand the piece of paper over yoinks it away at the last second and says i want fifty dollars and uh $50 that's a lot of money hey he uh, knows how much it's worth is it worth I would ask for 100 uh, and Melhouse asked Bart who's stupid now and Bart walks away this is kind of odd because like Melhouse laughs but it's supposed to be like an evil laughter but he just sounds dumb <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah it is Milhouse, and he's it's, probably 10 years old too yeah um so now we see Homer sitting on the couch watching TV <laughs> and he sees Moe's new commercial for his restaurant. And the commercial goes, Moe uh, Mo starts out, if you like good food, good fun, and a whole lot of crazy crap on the walls, <laughs> then come on down to Uncle Moe's family feed bag. The announcer's like, at Moe's, we serve good old fashioned home cooking. Deep fried to perfection. Yeah, and they like have a, a tray of food and they just put it in the deep fryer. And then they serve it and somebody eats it. Yeah, the bottle. The bottle. Yeah, the wine bottle that was on that tray. I mean, technically you can deep fry anything. Yep. But I don't know if I'd suggest deep frying everything and then trying to eat it. Yes. And so Mo's like, now that's Mo like it. So bring the whole family. Mom, dad, kids. Uh, no old people. They're not covered by our insurance. It's fun. And remember our guarantee. If I'm not smiling when your check comes, your meal's on me. Uncle Mo. And we get singers. Come to Uncle Mo's for family fun. It's good, 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 good. good. <laughs> uh, needs work on the song. Horror's like, hmm, that sounds good. <laughs> Well, I guess maybe it is catchy enough. <laughs> um, and so now we see uh, Marge tucking Bart in for bed. And uh, she asks him if something is wrong because she's like, oh, there's something off with your hug. Which, yep. I, I mean, you know, a mom knows, man. 
Yep. Mom freaking knows. Uh, uh, Bart tries to tell Marge that he sold his soul, but before he can, she stops him because she says a mother always knows. Marge is like, and gives Bart a hug and is like, well, it's not fear of nuclear war. <laughs> That's her first guess. <laughs> it's not a swim test anxiety. Apparently Bart takes swimming lessons. I don't know. And then Marge is like, it feels like you're missing something. Something important. And Bart's like, like not having a soul. And Marge starts laughing and she's like, oh, Bart, you're not a monster. So you'd be a monster without a soul? So Bart never had a soul to begin with? I guess. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's like a terrible freaking <laughs> although, kid. Although, to Sometimes be fair, he's a good kid. So, I mean, what was it? What was the last episode where he like... Well, the Bleeding yeah, Gums Murphy. the Bleeding Gums Murphy episode. That wasn't the last episode. That was season six. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he does nice things here and there. Yep. Um, and so Bart goes to sleep and has a dream. And we see all the kids playing with their souls. And um, we see Sherry and Terry, you know, doing a little tune. And I have it right here. So the Sherry and Terry are skipping rope. And they do a rowing song. And uh, Sherry and Terry with their souls. Bart sold a soul. And that's just swell. Now he's going straight to hello operator. Give me number nine. And if you disconnect... Bart, it's time to end this. Oh, so it's time to disconnect. And then we see Martin, you know, saying, telling all the kids, oh, grab a partner to canoe across this lake. Yeah. To this like shining city across it. It's like heaven. Yeah. Like they're in heaven. In in Bart's dream. So Millhouse, you know, runs by with with his soul and Bart's soul. And in the middle of this, uh, uh, Nelson tells uh, Bart, oh, I, I'm always right behind you. And he pushes him over his soul. Yep. And so um, everybody grabs their soul. They start paddling. And Bart's soul, uh, Bart and Milhouse's soul paddle Milhouse across the lake. While Bart gets stuck. And as Sherry and Terry row by, they're like, Bart, it's time to end this dream. And don't forget the standard scream. <laughs> and he wakes up and screams. Yep. So that I, is, I don't think I've ever woken up screaming before. I've never, I've woken up in a cold sweat once or twice. The one vague memory I have of a dream, I was like five or six. And I think I might've been actually like sick. Like I had a cold because I remember vaguely like jumping up and down on my bed, like yelling. Cause I had a rocking chair in my bedroom when I was really young. I don't know if you remember the rocking chair. Oh yeah. 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 And like, there was like a monster on it. I would, was yelling at it to get off and like, you know, screaming at it. And I remember waking up and like running to our parents' room. But then I realized the sun was out. I'm like, oh, that was a dream. <laughs> so I yeah, again, I've never screamed yep. after but like I, I've had weird shit in dreams. Yep. And so now we see the Simpsons going to Uncle Mole's family feed bag. Well, and, of course. Yep, because you gotta go there now. I love I, lo- I love how Homer walks in. <laughs> And he's like, oh, hey, it's Mo, the guy from TV. <laughs> well, before, I mean, well, oh, yeah, that, that happens. Yeah. yeah. And, and I like how. Well, Homer... before well before he points out Mo, Marge, you know, sees all the knickknacks. She sees the alligator on the on the wall. And she's like, an alligator with sunglasses. Now I've seen everything. <laughs> what else have you? What? Well, I mean, if you ever, you've been to a Fuddrucker. Yeah. You, yeah, I mean, they have just crazy shit on the wall. Like, well, you've been to Red Robin. Yeah. Red Robin's the same way. You got crazy Yeah, they don't have crazy shit on the walls. No? No, not not at my Red Robin. No. I mean, I guess they have some cool stuff. Movie yeah. posters. Yeah. 
And I do like she walks by uh, streets, uh, stop street signs indoors. Now I've seen everything. Um, but yeah, Mo greets him at the door and Homer tells Marge that it's Mo, the guy from the ad. And Mo tells Homer to follow him. And Homer's surprised that Mo knows his name. Oh my God. What is it, with this episode and people not knowing where they are? I know. Well, I guess it's Homer. Homer He's a was there when the whole thing was created. I know. Uh, well, Homer is a moron with a crayon in his brain. Yeah. And so now we see that Ned is there with his family and it's Rod's 10th birthday. Okay. Um, so now Rod is officially the same age as Bart. Yes. Now we can officially call it. Rod is Bart's age. Yes. And in the same grade. And uh, Ned calls it the Big Ten-O. Now. Would it be the one one o one o one o Now. I know people have said the big four o five like I think like, it starts at like three or three yeah 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 no, 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 no. thirty yep but I wonder if it was a misread like a mis uh, uh, misread like it was supposed to be one o and they just left and it he in. accidentally said ten o without without who who voices Ned. I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, I think, well, is it Hank Azaria? That might be. Well, if we ever find out, we can ask. Yes. Or if we ever see his voice actor, we can be like, hey, so in season seven, episode four, Bart sells his soul. As Ned Flanders, you said it was Ron's 10th birthday and he called it the Big 10 Was that a slip? Or a, was that a joke or a slip? Or what was Kid, that? Kid, that was 20 years ago. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Rod, for his birthday, orders the million dollar birthday prize. Woo! Like you know, like the fun. Uh, I don't know if they did this at Fun Records or Benigans, but like they had like an alarm go off. Yep. Well, they uh, did. They do it at, at a lot of those restaurants. So me and Elliot went to Rainforest Cafe. Oh. And uh, they sung birthday songs to people like at least but they five sound, times. But do they like sound something? No, nothing uh, like that. But people come out there. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Everyone comes out clapping. Yeah, yeah. So. They still do that even to this day. Oh yeah, no, I know they do that. I was saying, do they do the alarm? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but Mo comes out with uh, fries on his head uh, to celebrate Ross birthday. He's like, "I'm Uncle Mo. Here I am. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Here I am at your table. Eat, eat your fries while I wait or yeah. something." And and he's like, uh, "Kid, take the basket off my head. These fries are really hot." <laughs> Well, yeah. I like how Roz is slowly like taking one at a time, <laughs> eating them. Well, yeah, Mo said, "Take your time." But i I think I think it was actually meant to have him take it off yes. his head. Yes. But Mo can be there while he eats. Yes. Um, and Lisa asks. Uh, so now uh, they come over to the Simpsons table. Yeah. Um, and Lisa asks Mo how the Southwest pizza fingers are, and Mo <laughs> grabs the menu and tells her they are awesomely outrageous. She couldn't have read that herself. Uh, Apparently not. I think she was asking, like, how do they taste? Yes. And Mo's like, well, shit, I don't know. Let me see what the Yeah, I don't need my own crap. Yeah. yeah. Never eat your own supply. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so Marge, looking at the menu, is like, oh, these look good. Guilt-free steak fish fillets. And Mo's like, nah, nah. Let me level with you, Marge. That's just our name for bottom-feeding suction eel. You don't want that. Why don't you try Moe's Hobo Chicken Chili? I start with the best part. The neck. Chicken <laughs> necks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I add secret Hobo Spices. Um, Are these spices that Hobo's made or are these spices that Hobo's sweat out? I don't know. I don't really want to know. Now, I wonder if that chicken necks part was a re- uh, was a callback to I Ralph's line. I don't think so. Uh, um. But 
what is it with Marge ordering the worst meal no. on the menu? Did so, she? Yeah. So remember, it was at uh, it was Baby Guts at Itching and Scratchy. Oh, that's right. And then in season one at the the what was it the Fisherman's. Oh, Fryer, yeah. where Homer did the bachelor party. Yeah. There's a bachelor party No, I episode. thought that was Bart that, that ordered. Bart ordered the bad Bart thing. ordered the bad okay, thing. Okay, so at least two episodes yeah. now, Marge has ordered the worst thing on the menu. <laughs> the baby guts. The baby guts. Mom, that's squid. Man. Wasn't it? I, think I, it was don't, squid. I don't remember. Yeah. No, I thought it was baby. Uh, well, baby guts was what you, was the name on the Wasn't it like veal? Oh, was it veal? I don't remember. I thought it was squid. No, because squid isn't disgusting. I mean, some well, people don't like the taste, but squid yeah. is good. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and so... Uh, um, Mo turns around. Yeah, Mo turns around, and uh, Ralph is giggling and soaks him with a squirk one, which really looked like those 90s uh, super... Oh, super so- it looked good. like yeah. the 90s super... Well, the green or yeah. like, It looked like a super That's soaker. probably what they were going for. Yep. And... Uh, um, and I was like, hey, what the hell are you doing, you little freak? <laughs> God. I mean, uh, to be fair, that's a proper reaction to a kid being an asshole. Yep. Yeah. And Ralph starts crying. And I was like, oh, sorry, kid. Sorry. I'm not used to the laughter of children. It cuts me, cuts me like a dentist drill. <laughs> Good God. But no, no, that was funny. That was funny. Uh, Take away my dignity like that. <laughs> Yep. And so in the background behind Mo, oh. we see the Mo's specials yep. on the uh, the board. Now you can't read them all, yeah. but the one you can read is one of the specials <laughs> is Ranchy Wingy Thingies. <laughs> I'm assuming those are supposed to be like buffalo wings. Yeah. Ranch, with ranch. With ranch, yes. Ranchy Wingy Thingies. I want some of those for Mo's family feedback. Right. I'm surprised at that. Is not a restaurant at in Springfield at Universal Studios. Oh, I mean, I mean, there's a Moe's. Yeah, I've been in Moe's. I know, I've but I'm, I'm I am really surprised. They should all oh, they should do a pop up restaurant for that. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, I should I should uh, email gonna, Disney. No, not well. I guess I might have to email Disney. I know they do pop up some Moe's around oh. around the country. Okay, because there was one here. There was a Moe's here, a pop up here. And you didn't tell me about it. I think I did, but you didn't want to. Spend the money because it was pretty expensive. Was it? Okay. Go, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they do pop ups around the country. We should see if we can get that one rolling. I That'd think that cool. one would be really cool. Just for like a one time special thing. Exactly. Uh, so uh, Lisa wants to say, she's like, food comes, like, I'll say grace. I want to bless my soul and mom's soul. But here's the thing the enunciation thing. And dad's soul. Well, I think and it was, Maggie's But the thing is, for this enunciation, soul. was to like great at yeah. Bart. <laughs> and everyone else's soul. <laughs> Except for Bart's. Except for Bart's. And then Bart's like, I want my soul back, and runs away. <laughs> and Homer yells to Bart, Yeah, you didn't finish your spaghetti and mobiles. <laughs> and then Homer's brain tells him, Silence, you fool. They could be ours. And then Homer starts, he's like, run, boy, run! <laughs> and he's eating Bart's dinner now. Yes. It's great. I love and it. And so Bart goes over to Millhouse's house. Now, this is weird, because when we see Bart leave Moe's, it's dark out. Oh, it is. It's dark. You see the lights from the streets. It's dark out. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't even, I didn't pick yep. up on that. Yep. And so he runs over to Millhouse's house and knocks on the door. 
And a guy like a spacesuit answers the door and tells uh, Bart to leave because it isn't safe there. And because uh, they uh, had to go to Mar- Bill, uh, Melissa's grandma's place because they're spraying for potato bugs. Yeah, I love how like it's like super ominous. And then the guy's like, let me take off my helmet. Yeah. But here's the thing. What did Bart think was going on at Millhouse's Because it was all tented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes, it was. And then when we see him go to Millhouse's grandma's place eventually. It's late it's, again. It, yeah, it's but late. when we actually cut back to the tent... It's daylight. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's daylight they probably outside. probably fucked up on the animation. Yep. Though. And so uh, Bart asked the exterminator <laughs> if he saw Milhouse carrying around a piece of paper. He's like, yeah, you don't forget a thing like that. Really? It's a piece, you didn't know what was on the piece of paper? It kind been. of ominous. Um, so now we come back to Moe's. And Moe is carrying out a food tray when Sherry and Terry order the million dollar fries. Much to Mo's chagrin. Yep. He's like, oh my god. How many birthdays are <laughs> yeah. in this town? And so, uh, um, and uh, so he like brings it, does he bring it out? Yeah, he brings it out because uh, oh, yeah, Sherry, she, Sherry eats it. And then then she's like, now do my sisters, sister. we're, we're twins. twins. Yeah. And so he's like, oh my god. And so he drops off the fries. And he's turns like, I'm oh, blah, 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 here, eat them. And then he turns around and a kid's like, I drew a picture of you. And, like, on the picture, <laughs> the kid calls him Mr. Stinky. And you can really see the stink You got the stink lines and everything. <laughs> oh, God. So then Mo drops off his check. Uh, off. Uh, Mo drops off a check to Snake. And Snake's like, oh, dude, you did not smile. We eat for free. Come on, Shoshana. Let's roll. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but the first thing I, when he says Shoshana, I'm like, wait, is Snake Jewish? Because that's a very Jewish name. Yes. Shoshana. Yeah. It's weird. Um, so, yeah, Moden, I mean, that was any, like, he points to the poster on the wall. Like, yeah. You didn't smile, I get it for free. Now, I, you know, it's weird. Now, I know this would be considered a small business, small, yes. restaurant, small restaurant. I mean, I don't know if the owner's really doing this work. I mean, I guess Moe's used to bartending. He's yeah. used to serving. So maybe he wanted to. Yeah participate well the problem is if you make that guarantee then you have to do the work yeah i guess so he's like oh i'm gonna make this guarantee and then he made the guarantee he's like well shit i don't want to work but i made this guarantee it's not gonna work um and then crusty notices mo is angry he's like oh he's about to blow (laughs) oh my god look at that vein (laughs) on that guy's head it's about to pop and so the bell bells go off for another round of million dollar fries (laughs) and mo's face twitches and a little girl, you know, gets Mo's attention, and he's like, "What?" The little girl's like, "My sodi is too cold. My teeth hurt." I was like, "Oh, your teeth hurt, huh? Your teeth hurt? Well, that's too freaking bad. You hear me? I'll tell you where you can put your freaking sodi too." And the restaurant, and the restaurant patrons. You know, gasp in shock and the Flanders, and at the Flanders table, Ned and Ma cover the ears, boys. Hey, at that point, it's a little late. Yep. They heard the word freaking. And Todd's like, oh, my freaking ears. And Ma's like, oh, let's go, dear. And it's like, well, I expect that type of language at Denny's, but not here. Really? Does nobody know what Moe's bar is? Like, he created a family restaurant. Jesus. And so all the customers get up to leave. And Mo's like, oh, come on, folks. Wait, please come back. Please. I got a new offer. Whenever Uncle Mo threatens you, you get a free steak fish. fish. Isn't that the suction eel? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. That's fantastic. I love the fact that everyone's eating at Moe's. Yeah. Like, I, I do love that. I, I So he must serve good food. The food must be good. And the atmosphere must be okay. Yeah. And you got They're not crazy. repulsed by Moe yet. Nope, not at all. I mean, you got Luigi's in town. Yeah. You got, what is the fancy restaurant? Have oh, we been there? Have we been there yet? I don't know if we've been to the fancy restaurant, but you also have the... The, the all-you-can-eat buffet place. Yep. Like, you have the boardwalk area. Yeah, so there's so, some other restaurants in town, but I, I mean, grand opening week or maybe yeah. a few weeks in. Yeah. Um. So uh, now we go back to Bart, who's trying to find Millhouse's grandma's place. And I love he's, like, riding his bike. He's got a map. He's like, I'm on 9th Street. She lives on 234th Street. <laughs> Will I live in New York? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um. And so... As Bart's sitting on his bike, a street sweeper comes by, and Bart jumps off his bike, and the street sweeper, you know, runs over Bart's bike and spits it out, and it, like, it does the twinkle thing, like, yeah. it's clean, and Bart's, and Bart's like, finally, something is going right, and Bart g- goes to ride it, and the bar- <laughs> bike falls apart, yep. because, obviously, it got run over by it, but then I love the fact that the street sweeper starts laughing at Bart, and he, the guy doesn't watch where he's driving, and he drives into the third street station stairway and crashes. <laughs> um, apparently, Springfield does have a subway. I don't know. I think they have a monorail. Like, yeah, but that's above ground. <laughs> this subways go underground. Maybe I mean, he's I've not been in Boston. S- I've been to New York. I've been to places that I have know, yeah, subways. That's weird. Like they go down. Yeah, There's no reason for. Yeah. I, I, I once again, yeah. Simpsons doing something for a joke, which <laughs> this just I. That's uh, weird. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, Bart runs through downtown Springfield, and we see Chief Wiggum. So this must have been after the dinner. Yes. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know. But if that's Chief, the weird thing. Was like, Chief? Win- but was Chief Wiggum there when Mo blew his gasket? I don't know. Cause. Was this one? No, this was a different day than when Ralph was there. Yes. So maybe, so, maybe Chief, maybe Wiggum's is doing his job and he has Ralph with him. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, he was with him for dinner, but is this a different night? That, I'm still thinking it's a different night. Yeah. So Wiggum stops his police car and tells Ralph to stay in the car while Wiggum tries to talk sense <laughs> into a raving derelict. Yeah. And some guy just like yelling. And so Wiggum goes to talk to the guy and the guy yells and Wiggum like understands him apparently. <laughs> maybe he's talked to him before. It's possible. And so, um, as Wiggins talking to this crazy person, Bart finds the car and he's like, hi, Ralph. And Ralph's like, hi, Bart. I know you from school. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good that Ralph knows Bart. Yeah. And Bart, you know, Bart's like, Ralph, let me buy your soul for a dollar. I'll do anything. He like starts lunging at him. And Wiggins like, what's going on over here? And he shines his flashlight into the car, into Bart's eyes, and Bart's eyes has, like, this reptile look. No, it's cat-like. Cat-like, okay. And, uh, causing Bart to hiss, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> and he runs off into the night, and then are we cut... Are they saying cats don't have souls? <laughs> I mean, they are dicks. <laughs> um, and so then we see Homer, uh, then we come back to Moe's, where Homer, Barney, and the rest of the barflies sit at the bar as the furnishings of Moe's restaurant are being moved out. Moe's like, take it all. Get it all out of here. Barney's like, you know, Mo, you might want to keep the fire extinguishers. <laughs> Mo's like, nah, too many bad memories. <laughs> Barney's like, well, look at the bright side, Mo. You still got us. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that actually makes me feel a little better. Homer's like, why? <laughs> that was the problem in the first place. You were going broke because we were your only customers. <laughs> Wasn't that the problem in the first place? 
So you were going broke? Mo? Mo? Hey, Mo. Oh, you're thinking about all the money you blew? Aren't you? What was it? Fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000? Mo? Look, maybe it would help if you went over all the mistakes you made from the beginning. Mo? Oh, yelling at Homer. What? Let me get a pad. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Oh, Oh, my God. Homer. Oh, of all, of all the monologues so far in The Simpsons, that is one of the funniest. That is one of them. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't really call that a monologue. No. Though. It's more just Homer going off on a rant. Yeah. Okay. Homer's rants. rants. Yeah. Is one of the funniest. So Bart finally finds Millhouse and uh, he wants his soul back. I love how like the Van Houten's on are, are like a pullout couch. Yeah. Well, know, it's like, his grandma's house. I mean, they, yeah. and he's like. Uh, there's a knock on the door and the grandma comes out. She's like, uh, call her at this hour? You dial 9-1. Then when I say so, dial 1 again. <laughs> oh, to be fair, she doesn't seem to live in a decent part <laughs> no, of No, she does not. Which is weird. You think she'd be at the old folks' home. Yep. And, well, I like, uh, I like, uh, uh, Van Houten on the couch. Yeah. He's like, this better be important. I gotta work tomorrow at, like, what, 6 a.m. or something? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. Melos tells Bart uh, um, that he traded his soul for the comic book guy. Yes. And he's like, I got elf pogs. Remember elf? They're back in pog form. (laughs) I love that quote. Oh, I I swear to God, this gets coded like once a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember elf? He's back. He's buddies in pog form. Yep. And I like how, I like how Bart leaving and uh, Van Hout, or what was it? Was it the grandma that says something? And he's like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirk is like, "Yeah, he's yeah." Like, Shut up! Adam. He just wants to go to bed, man. Yeah. He's got to work. Yeah. Well, what was it? Two in the morning. Yeah. Two thirty in the morning. Why isn't Why isn't Bart at home? Why don't his parents know that Bart's not home? Well, maybe it's only like, well, yeah, it's well, I don't know if it's like two in the morning. We don't see a clock, but it's probably like midnight. Yeah. Where is Bart? I don't know. He's running around Springfield looking for a soul. Yeah. Well, no, we hear, we see Bart sleeping outside of the front of the comic book shop. Dude never went home. Nope. Well, yeah. yeah or he woke up early and came to the shop. No, he probably slept outside the Jesus. shop. Jesus. He really wants his soul back. But yeah, he's waiting for the comic book guy. And comic book guy, he arrives. He's like, if you're waiting for... What was he? Ah, oh, we should have read that down. He's like, if you're waiting for something, it's moved over to the Springfield Coliseum. Yeah. It's like an autograph or something. Yeah. So apparently comic book guy had this really awesome celebrity lined up for his shop and he got uh, screwed over and the guy was Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was like maybe the guy was like, Yeah, I'm not signing at a small town comic book shop. I'm bigger than this. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. But the comic book guy, uh, he comes like, oh, you're the Bart Simpson. There's only one Bart Simpson. He knows who Bart Simpson is. He sold him a thousand dollars worth of comics. The big the, the, the he, Steve Allen Pog, the Six Sacks on the Beach album. Yeah, he knows Bart. There's only one Bart Simpson. In he the has, last episode, he uh, they were in there talking about uh, Radioactive Man. Exactly. Was that last episode? No, it was two episodes ago. They were talking about Radioactive yes. Man. I. Some of the parts of this, but episode, maybe he didn't. But here's the thing: maybe he didn't know Bart's name, but he like he knew Bart because like I know people. I don't fucking know their name half the Bart time. Shops there, dude. The guys at the comic book shop that I go to know my name. I go there every week. 
DC yeah, Comics. Yeah, but maybe, but like comic book guys like this older gentleman who doesn't care about kids, so he doesn't care to learn their names. I, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, comic guy figures out that he is the Bart Simpson and tells Bart Simpson that he sold his soul already. And uh, Bart's like, uh, Bart asks, who bought his soul? And the comic book guy won't tell Bart. And then Bart starts banging his head on the on the counter because he's just, yeah. he's had enough. He's like, excuse me, no banging your head on the display case, please. It contains a very rare Mary Worth in which she has, has advertised a friend to advised. commit, or sorry, advised a friend to commit suicide. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so Bart walks home in the rain. Oh, obviously. Yep. And goes to his room to uh, pray to God. He's like, are you there, God? It's me, Bart Simpson. And that's a reference to a young adult novel, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. Never read it. Nope. Heard of it. it. Never read it. Yep. And so Braid is afraid that's so Braid. weird. What? You just called him Braid. Really? Yeah. Oh. So Bart uh, is afraid that uh, some weirdo has a soul and he doesn't know what they're doing to it. It's a piece of paper, man. Yeah, but it's his soul. I guess. And... Uh, he just, he's just, he just wants his soul back. Yeah. That's, that's it. And so Bart's soul floats uh, onto his bed and Bart hugs the paper yeah. and he turns around and finds out Lisa was the one that bought his soul. Yeah. And Bart's like, Lisa, you bought this with the change I had in my, with the change in my piggy bank. There's no change in your <laughs> piggy bank, which I'm assuming clearly means that Bart stole the money from his piggy bank. But I'll read the next line. Yeah, Lisa's like. Not any of the piggy banks you know about. <laughs> so clearly, Lisa knows that Bart steals from her. So, so she, hides, a, she hides piggy banks with yeah. money. Yeah, so she has a deep, basically she has a decoy piggy bank with a couple cents in it. Yeah. So Bart has something to steal. Yeah. Well, I feel like this. If Bart walked into the room time after time and didn't have didn't have money in it, yeah. I think he gets suspicious and start hunting yeah. the room. But if she puts a couple coins in it every once in a while... At least Bart consistently yeah. thinks there's money. Well, I mean, she did test to see if he was smarter than a gerbil. Yep, exactly. And Bart thanks Lisa and gives her uh, kisses on the cheek. So yeah. once again, Bart, obviously very thankful for something his sister did. Yeah. And Lisa tells Bart, some philosophers believe you're not born with a soul and that you have, have to earn one through suffering and uh, thought and prayer, which <laughs> what is Bart, Bart did them all. And then Bart eats his soul. Yeah. Just eats the paper. paper. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, yep. And uh, so Bart falls asleep with his pets in his bed with him because now they love him again. Yeah. And he dreams of canoeing with his soul. And they crash into Martin's canoe, causing his soul to go into the lake. Yeah. Very nice. So before we get to final thoughts, um, there are... So they do do the seven deadly sins in this episode because it's about the soul and all that. Yep. So... The notable uh, seven deadly sins. So for lust, when Homer and Marge remember uh, making out to an Agata de Vida and everyone in church looking sweaty and disheveled as if they just had sex. Yep. Uh, gluttony, when Moe is converting his bar into a restaurant, he acquires a gigantic deep fat fryer, <laughs> claiming it can deep fry a buffalo in 40 seconds, to which Homer grouses, oh, I want it now. Yep. Later, Homer gets Bart's meal at Moe's tavern. Yep. For greed... Reverend Lovejoy counting church collection money. Yeah. Uh, Millhouse av- avariciously celebrates owning Bart's soul, saying, who's stupid now? Moe's starting a restaurant because restaurants make more money than bars. 
Homer's brain telling him, quiet, you fool. It can be ours. <laughs> and Bart leaves his dinner sitting out. Yep. Sloth, uh, Bart Milhouse slacking off cleaning the organ. Wrath, Reverend Lovejoy gets angry at being fooled. Mo screams at a little girl who says her soda is too cold. And Bart gets angry at Lisa when she starts praying for everyone's soul. Envy, Mo envies the profits of family restaurants. Lisa wants $5 after Bart yeah. tells her he had $5, which would also which also could go to green. Yeah. Uh, and Bart envies the kids in his dream for their souls. And finally, pride, Bart being too proud to believe he has a soul until all of the strange things happen that make him believe that he really did lose it. Yep. So that's kind of another cool thing with this episode because, I mean, the seven deadly sins is kind of a religious thing and it yep. does kind of center around the soul. But this is fantastic episode five everything's coming up millhouse you have the pogs joke you have uncle mo's feed uh family feedback um yeah i, I love philosophical stuff. like i love south park because they always ask questions about society and they do make you think obviously in a funny way yeah and so i've always said the simpsons had that and i think the these upcoming seasons kind of deal more like South Park does yeah with like philosophy and like society but they do it in a way that you know makes sense because you know Bart isn't really religious even yeah. though he goes to church and maybe he believes in God he's 10 yeah um but yeah it's great yeah there's some nitpicks um some animation errors but all the jokes land uh it's great I love watching this episode yep. um yeah, I've actually, so I'm definitely doing five Everything's Coming Up Millhouse. This is an episode I will go out of my way to watch. I'll look it up. I The the one thing that I think early on, when I saw this episode a few times as a kid, like as a kid, yeah. everything after most, or Bart runs away from most family feedback, yeah. I never really liked as a kid. As a grown-up, when I was watching this more and more as a grown-up, yeah. I started to like it a lot more. Because yeah. I, I never understood, oh, Bart leaving his dinner there. Like, I just never got it. But now, as an adult, dude, I absolutely love this episode. This is one of my favorite B-story episodes. Yeah. Like, a lot of the episodes we've done in the past with B-stories. And now, this is also the first B-story episode we've had. Probably in the last, like, nine episodes. Like, yeah, it's been a it's while. It's been a really long time since we've had a B-story episode and they yeah. nailed it with this one. Oh, absolutely um but the the most family feedback stuff is absolutely fantastic well written absolutely love it the philosophical start stuff with bart losing his soul and selling it to millhouse millhouse being an absolute <laughs> dick about it is fan so, yeah. something different from millhouse we don't really see millhouse being a, an asshole no to yeah. to bart it's usually the other way around bart's usually being the asshole to millhouse yeah um so Everything's coming up, Mailhouse. Fantastic episode. Absolutely love it. So let's uh, close it out with our character profile. And this week we have Nana Van Houten. Her residence, a one-bedroom apartment on 257th Street. <laughs> you know, way up there in Springfield. Yes. Uh, family, son is Kirk. Daughter-in-law, Luann. Grandson, Millhouse. Mm -hmm. Her talent can rouse herself at the blink of an eye to answer the door <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah. Um, moved by the fact that her family comes to visit her since she's too old to eat at Uncle Moe's. But that's not why they came to visit her. I know. Book! 
book. You got it wrong. They came to visit because their house was getting uh, fumigated for potato bugs. I know. What? Who wrote, who wrote this book? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. Well, I mean, it could be both reasons. Maybe but, they learned they got potato bugs and it had to crash there, but I don't know. Really weird. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy and weird. So uh, let's close it out where everyone can find us. Head over to uh, The Simpsons Did It Podcast on Facebook. Head over to The Simpsons Did It Pod on Instagram. Make sure to follow and uh, subscribe on both. We're posting things a few times a week just so you guys can get a good laugh out of us. Um, You can also check out all of our backlogged episodes on YouTube with our new youtube.com thing so youtube.com backslash at so the at symbol the simpsons daily podcast yeah you can search for us now yeah you can actually type in youtube.com backslash at the simpsons daily podcast unfortunately that's the only way to get a url that has to have an at symbol yes but you can also just do at the just like you would on twitter or instagram or facebook or anywhere else you could just do at the simpsons daily podcast on youtube and get our channel. Very, very, very simple. So, if you guys like to leave us some fee- feedback, like uh, Mo's family feedback, um, just give us a phone call um, on our phone number, 612-584-0986. Make sure to check out Jaden LeBron's Austin Krusty, the clown impersonation as our voicemail message. If you like to leave us feedback by email, just email us at the uh, Simpsons Did It Pod at gmail.com um, and then if you'd like to donate to our podcast head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash the simpsons did it and donate us a few duffs or two and uh, it'll help keep the podcast going and you can uh we'll mail you a couple stickers in the mail for all your trouble and uh thank you to everyone who entered our giveaway from a few weeks back um we don't have the the winners yet to announce on the podcast just because we were recording these episodes in the future but as soon as we have our uh, winners, we will announce them on the that episode. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. And I'm Robert Sklansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.